Hi all, I'm Dan Smig, Brad, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today, Home Jab Professional Real Estate Photographer Survey Results. And here to talk to us about the results of the survey is Joe Jeshuel. Joe is the founder and CEO of HomeJab, uh, based in Philadelphia. Hey, Joe, good to see you again. Good to see you again, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being back on the show. Joe, hey, before we jump into this topic of this, uh, the survey results, um, how about telling us about HomeJab? Sure, sure. HomeJab is a um, it's a marketplace for real estate photography. Um, so we deal with mostly real estate agents, um, but we're we're essentially a platform for agents to connect with uh, professional photographers, and uh, we're you know nationwide. So if you're a listing agent or broker or a property manager or any real estate professional, you'd come on the website, create an account, uh, you'd fill out um, a form with the services that you need. Um, the date and time of the shoot, you can order as soon as the next day. And then um, when you submit that order, the photographers that are um, in that particular area get assigned the job and then someone will confirm it with you. So it, this happens within seconds usually. It's a very fast process. Um, if you're a photographer and you want to get involved in, in the marketplace, you can um, you know, go to our website and go to um, a link on the top that says photographer jobs and you'd fill out an application with your equipment, with samples, links to your website, and then we'll get you approved. Uh, just, just takes usually about a day or two. So, um, so uh, yeah, we've been in business now for, for eight years. Uh, we do a few thousand shoots a month. Um, we have over 1200 uh, photographers uh, active on the platform. And um, like I said, you know, we're, we're pretty much in, in, in all 50 states. And we're growing in um, in Canada as well as uh, parts of the Caribbean. So, if you're a real estate agent or you're a real estate photographer, go to www.homejab.com. Yep, that's right. And the photography services that you offer: uh, photos, video, aerial. Yeah, all all of the above. Um, Walkthrough videos, uh, 3D virtual tours, floor plans, aerial drone. Um, and uh, we also shoot sort of neighborhood footage, neighborhood videos and photography. And, um, and we've also uh, recently got involved in portraits as well. So if you're a real estate agent, and need a professional portrait, you know, we can come to you and, and do that as well. Uh, awesome. Any other services? Um, yeah, well, we're, we're, we're producing, uh, we're developing right now um, a service for photographers to create uh, NFTs of, of images uh, that they that they have, and then we're creating a marketplace uh, for them to sell these these images as NFTs. So it's it's um, essentially an alternative to to stock images. So they would mint NFTs of uh, these would be photos and videos of um, the towns and the cities that the photographers live in, and then they would sell them on the marketplace. Um, that's going to be launching um, probably next month. Uh, awesome. Could we have you back on the show to talk about uh, NFTs meets home jab? Oh, sure. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, uh, Joe, before we kind of jump into the results, <clears throat> excuse me, the results of the home jab professional real estate photographer survey, can you fill us in about what kind of photographers participated in the survey? Sure. Um, you know, we got over 300 uh, professional photographers. These are all photographers that uh, are approved and active on HomeJab's platform. Um, they um, are mostly a little bit older and aged over the age of, of 35. The, the, the average was like, a little, I think, in the early 40s. And um, they shoot about 100 to 200 homes a year on average. And uh, they're pretty much in, in, in all different regions of the country. So everyone, every state is represented. And, um, you know, these are, these are very active uh, photographers and, and, and considered, you know, professional full-time photographers. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to ask you the question and, and uh, tell me the highlights and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. 
Um, which two new technologies related to real estate photography are you most excited about? Now, this question was for real estate photographers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, number one was was drones, of course. I mean, you know, that's that's been very popular for the past few years. And then uh, second was uh, the 360 cameras. You know, um, that that's been uh, the the 360 3D virtual tours and all that. That that's been sort of the fastest growing service um, that we've doing. Especially, you know, if you look at the numbers after the pandemic versus before the pandemic, it's really you know a lot more uh, virtual tours. So I wasn't too surprised that you know drones and and 360 were the top choices there. Um, you know, NFTs did make the list, uh, and it was. Um, I, I think, you know, maybe like 20, 30% have selected that, which is, is just surprising in the sense that, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, it would be a 0%. Like no one even knew what, what NFTs were. So, um, but yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the drone and the 360 have been a great combination, you know, uh, for, for photographers to kind of add those services, make more money. And, and the demand for those two things have really grown, you know, just because of um, the fact that, you know, everyone's sort of, online and, and searching for homes remotely. And, um, you know, probably a little bit due to the pandemic, but uh, also just the, the nature of, you know, the consumer these days. Home Jab is in a unique position to actually know what the demand is. So you're, you're, you're doing a few thousand jobs a month. Uh, uh, are virtual tours, are, are they um, 100% of the jobs, 50% of the jobs, a good chunk of the jobs, or are 3D or 360 virtual tours? Um, I'd say less than that. You know, I mean, still the number of most, the most popular thing is, is still the, the video, the walkthrough video. I think that's just sort of um, the media is, is, is most popular. People are most comfortable with it. So, um, you know, the photos and video combination is, is really still the most popular thing that we do. I, I think, you know, the virtual tours are certainly the fastest growing, but um, it's still, you know, 25, 20%, something, something like that. Um, and, um, you know, video is still more popular. So the interesting thing is since many we get around network forum community members, may be new to photography because they began with a Matterport camera. This is, this is almost uh, a, a golden piece of information to say, hey, uh, if, if you're new to real estate and you're starting with Matterport, the first thing that Joe has said is photos and video. So you really got to figure out how to offer photos and video because that's the majority of the jobs that you're getting asked to, uh, to shoot. That's right. And, you know, and, and you know, home jab, it, we might um, be in a little bit of a different position just because, you know, video is how we started. That was like, you know, our, our bread and butter for many years. You know, we, we were sort of known for, for doing the walkthrough video. Um, and, uh, and so a lot of our customers, that's how they got started with us. But more and more are trying 3D and certainly new customers that are coming on are trying 3D. And it's become a little bit more even, but um, I just think you know the the homeowner, the consumer, um, is still a little bit more comfortable with video. You know, they they just deal with it all the time, that, you know, on social media and streaming video and everything. So it's just a little bit more of a known entity. Um, whereas virtual 3D stuff, um, you know, you, you need to be more of an active user, obviously, and and it's a little bit more of a new experience. But um, certainly, the more you know, growing very quickly. Uh, it the, the question was, what two new technologies related to real estate photography are you most excited about? And the photographers indicated two, uh, uh, drones 60%, 360 uh, cameras uh, uh, 54%. Uh, are, are a significant portion of the home jab jobs, drone, aerial, photo, video as well? Or is, it, is that still a small percentage, but the photographers are excited about it because it is growing? You know, uh, to be honest, we, we've seen aerial demand for aerial sort of um, plateau or go down a little bit, especially after the start of the pandemic. So what we kind of saw was more people adding in 3D virtual tours and video so that you can see, you know, get an interior uh, view of the home and tour of the inside and less people um opting for aerials. So before the pandemic, it was kind of more people were doing aerials. Um, and I think, I think, 
one of the reasons is that um, you know they're just investing more in in that interior tour um, because you know the fact that people aren't just more willing to go out and tour properties in person. So um, so we've we've seen demand for aerials kind of go down a little bit. I think what's cool though from the photographer standpoint is just the you know, just the change of the technology has, has changed. Um, and there's so many new drones out there. And, um, you know, the, the, the drones that you can fly sort of point of view and just, you know, I've seen videos where the drones are flying through the house and, and it's just really, you know, new stuff like that, I think is the most exciting. But from the, 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 the demand side, the, the, the agent side, um, you know, that we're seeing more just, you know, people opting for the video and, and virtual a little less in aerial right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you mentioned uh, uh, automated drones flying through the house. Do you, do you think at some point we might see th- 3D depth data capture by drone? Um, uh, it's possible. I, I mean, what I saw, that it, it's very difficult to do and, and very like sort of risky. And I, and, and it's, um, I've only, I only know a handful of photographers that even try it. And um, so you have to be really, really good. And it's not something that, that many photographers are doing right now. So it's not going to really get, you know, that widespread adoption. Unless it's automated. Right, right, right. And, and not, not quite there yet. I haven't seen anything like that. Um, to the point where the drone can fly through the house. Um, but um, I guess that's possible. Cool. Um, uh, NFTs, what, uh, what is your interest in NFTs of digital assets like photography? Um, yeah, I think, it, I think they solve a couple of issues. You know, one being the, the, the question of you know, who owns the photos so, you know, this is sort of an issue that you see on the photographer end and on the real estate agent side of things, you know, that the real estate agents have started getting their, their attorneys involved and now they're making sort of photographers, you know, sign these contracts that basically just, you know, have them handing over all, all ownership rights to the, the agent and the broker. And, uh, you know, the NFT sort of, I think, replaces the need to have those sort of legal documents because it's a very transparent, sort of deliberate um, transfer of, of usage rights to, you know, from the seller to the buyer. So I think it's a, it's a really cool way for, you know, photographers to, um, transfer usage rights of digital, uh, photos to, to buyers the way they, they, they may be real estate agents, they may be businesses, journalists. Um, and then if you're a buyer of that, that image, you know, you have a very sort of, um, publicly verifiable, transparent sort of, uh, you know, right to use that image. And I think that's, that's just a very sort of, um, it, it's just an ideal way, I think, to sort of, you know, convey those usage rights to, to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I was out for a walk at uh, lunchtime with my wife and uh, she's asking me about who, who was going to be the guest on WGAN TV live at five. And I explained that you were coming back uh, as a repeat guest. And, uh, and one of the topics was uh, NFTs. And so we had that little conversation. And, and uh, uh, my wife's pretty geeky. So, you know, she was following this, but she was saying, well, uh, and I said, well, you know, the photographers, if they own the images and it gets uploaded to a platform, for the purpose of selling the house. And if that's what the terms are that the photographer provided to the agent that bought it, then it seems like this may be a way to keep people from using intellectual property beyond the license, the term of the license. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to another show with you on this topic of NFTs and how photographers can uh, easily and seamlessly use HomeJab coming soon to create NFTs and to have the contract attached to the imagery. Yeah, yeah, I, I look forward to that that conversation also. I mean, it, it you know just to kind of touch on a little bit more, it's 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 sort of like a certificate of authenticity or like a watermark that in the old days you know photographers would sort of put on their images, and this sort of watermark is is digital and lives you know in on the blockchain, which is essentially just a big network of of computers that um, you know all have a ledger system and 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 can really you know track ownership of these assets and and all these ledgers and all these computers have to be 
in, in sync and validate each other. And so it's really hard to hack into. And um, it's a really good system, a really secure form of a database. And so I think, you know, when you have the potential of transferring ownership of these digital files from one person to another, you know, the blockchain is a really good way of, of, um, of, of kind of managing all of that. Okay. And uh, I think one of the questions uh, that I will ask you on the, the next show will be around, okay, the platform, the house has now been sold, but the platform still has the images. Uh, how might NFT uh, in this blockchain change the equation so that platforms stop using photographers' images when the license is expired? <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you to talk about that today, but I think that's an, an interesting topic of uh, using content uh, past the terms of original use. Yeah, exactly, and and I think I think. Can I, I stop you there, though? I want to. Sure. I wanna okay. Have, I, I, right. I really want our audience to really get kind of a taste of NFT, but to come back because we're going to do an entire show uh, when you're when you're ready to launch. Sure. Okay. And I, I think that would uh, that's part of that conversation. Um, how often are homeowners not prepared for a real estate photographer shoot a virtual tour shoot? Well, our our photographer said that more than uh, more than half the time, actually, um, it, and so it's quite it, it's a significant number, and uh, it's definitely something that um, creates some inefficiencies, you know, in the in the routine of a photographer and, and the day the day to day, and uh, and on on the agent side as well. So I think it does need to be something that that people talk about, agents talk about. Um, because there's some easy fixes and easy solutions for it. But yeah, I mean, when you, sh when you show up to first shoot and the home isn't ready and, and there's a lot of time that has to be, you know, kind of wasted, um, you know, you can see how that has someone get really aggravated about that. And, um, and, you know, it, it, so we should talk about it and, you know, kind of come up with ways to, to solve it. And, and I think that, you know, one of the main things is just communication and, you know, um, telling the homeowner, ways that they can prepare their house and, and get their, everything, uh, you know, ready. And, and, um, and if we can sort of, you know, make some incremental changes and, and, and you know, and, and cut that number down, uh, it's just going to make everyone's life a lot easier. Well, you, you mentioned that, the, that you have some easy fixes. What, what, what are the easy fixes from the perspective of the photographer? And I'm going to ask the question really two ways. One is what do you do when you show up? What, what, what do you advise your photographers, home jab photographers to do when they show up and the, the, the homeowner's not ready for the shoot? Well, it happens a lot. I mean, you know, they, they, they many times they end up waiting and, you know, it's, um, it's aggravating and it sometimes makes you late for your next appointment, you know, so it's, you have to cut, you have to draw the line somewhere. So, but, um, you know, taking 10, 15 minutes, although it's not ideal, sometimes, you know, the homeowners just need that extra time. And, and you know, I think everyone has to understand also, um, you know, someone's selling a house. It's a, it's a very emotional type of, it could be very emotional. You don't know what just happened in their life, you know, to make them having, you know, have to sell their house. So I think we all should just sort of, you know, recognize that, um, there's a lot going on. They're stressed out, you know, so I, I don't know if, if, you know, we don't need to blame people or, you know, come down on people hard. I, I just think that, um, you know, you show up and they're not ready. You, you just sort of act, nice and professional. And, and uh, if, if it, if it seems like it's going to take a long time, you know, you'll just say, okay, like, why don't we reschedule and you come back another time? I mean, it's that simple. I, I just think, um, you know, one of the main things is just before you get there, you know, is to, is if you're um, a photographer is to send, you know, your, your customer, the, the real estate agent, uh, uh, just a, a list of things to do, you know, that they can then send to the to the homeowner. And, you know, HomeJab has a lot of blog articles on this, you know, how to prep your home. We have a PDF that we send to agents. We have a short little blog post, and then we have a really long uh, article about, you know, exterior interior. So we have a lot of like tips. A lot of them are obvious things, you know, like declutter stuff and remove cars from the driveway and garbage cans and all this. But, but again, when, when you're um, a seller and you, and you're about to sell your house, maybe you're not thinking about all these things. And even if it's obvious, you know, um, so I think what I'm hearing is home jab does have resources for, for real estate agents. Uh, uh, 
is, is there any way to, to, to get a, a better cooperation of the agent talking to the homeowner ahead of time? Is, should the photographer be talking to the homeowner ahead of time? Should the, should the photographer be reminding the real estate agent? Uh, uh, over half of homeowners not being ready for shoot seems high. So yeah. are there other ways to mitigate that? Well, I think I think as photographers, you know, we have to be careful about just, you know, reaching out to the homeowner because that's not that's not really our client. You know, our client is is the real estate agent. Now, if the agent uh, wants us to to contact the homeowner, then, yeah, we'll, we're happy to you know email them these materials and the blog articles and the PDF that we have of how to you know prep their house and all of that stuff. But um, I think I think the photographer's job is really to you know send that material to the real estate agent. And, and just sort of, you know, give them the, uh, the assets that they need to send to their client. And they'll do that. I mean, they want, they want it to go efficiently too. I mean, the agents want, they don't want to be wasting their time. You know, they, they want to get the shoot done and, and move on with their day also. Mm -hmm. So I think we're all on the same page that, that um, you know, if we, if we send them the, the materials, then um, it'll most likely end up with the, you know, with the homeowner. I'll, I'll add another resource. Uh, we get around Network Forum, WGAN. Uh, we maintain uh, the WGAN uh, sample forms library, which is free to any We Get Around Network Forum member, and it's free to join the forum. We do ask for, give us a form in order to get access to the forms. But uh, for uh, any of our viewers, if you go to WGANforum.com, uh, and just use the search box for sample forms and you'll, you'll see the process to get free access to that. Uh, I, I, I don't shoot that often, uh, um, but gosh, I, I, I think most of, most of the clients that I shot for were not ready. I, I, and, and I would just, I'd, I'd be moving boxes. I'd be moving <laughs> surfboards. I, I know we had times where we, we uh, a, a small, a small condo where, uh, uh, there wasn't any place to hide stuff. So we literally would have to move stuff from one room to the other, shoot the room and then move the stuff back. And you're trying to do a virtual tour. Uh, uh, but anyway, I just, you know, rolled with it. Uh, let's just, you know, help move stuff, pack stuff. Uh, I don't know to what, what level pain point others have on that topic about whether to, you know, even touch anything or just sit there waiting for it either the agent or the homeowner or both to take care of it, but. It's a touchy subject. Yeah. And, and, and there's never going to be a, a total fix for this because there's always going to be situations like that, you know, that either maybe the home is vacant and, you know, it's, it's no one's fault, you know, and, and you're going to have to deal with that as part of the job. Uh, I, I think the point is, you know, it's, 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 it's a high number. It's over 50%. Let's, yeah. can we, you know, maybe cut that down a little bit, you know, can, can we yeah. get it down to like one out of one out of four, one out of five, um, it would make everyone's day. It was just a little bit more efficient and, um, you know, it, it would be a win-win for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I, I know even on some of the shoots, um, uh, uh, the kids are still sleeping, you know, so, okay, we're going to start on a different floor than we were planning to. So they can sleep a little bit longer because they're a little bit cranky if you wake them up right now. So let's, well, that's okay. We'll start on a different, different floor while mom is, uh, yeah. or dad's take, take I, think, um, I think a lot of photographers will tell you the best shoot is, um, is, is just a vacant house. They can just, you know, get, get in the lockbox, open the door, and they're the only ones in the house. They can get it done in, you know, 20 minutes or something without any anyone uh, causing any problems. So, uh, so that's violating the MLS terms that the agent has to be present during the shoot, perhaps, but uh, 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 certainly I've had enough shoots where the agents is, you know, the trust level is high enough, the door is open, go, go take care of the shoot. Um, yeah, I, I can think of one client that I just love shooting for because it is always camera ready right down to the light bulbs are all working. Uh, I guess that's a whole nother topic about whether you carry light bulbs in your car. Uh, have you ever been harassed by someone flying a drone? Yeah, I, you know, I um, this number, I think it was around a quarter of them have said this. I, and I've heard stories, uh, you know, from the photographers that have called in and said that, you know, neighbors have have come out, started yelling at, uh, at them. And, uh, one guy said to a photographer of ours, you know, he, he thought he was uh, spying on his wife. 
uh, and he was very upset about this and, and um, you know, <laughs> caused a big problem. So, you know, I, there are people like that. Um, it seems like more these days than, than in the past that people just kind of really uptight about, about privacy. And I guess you can, you can understand it. You know, if you, you look up in the sky and you see a drone flying around, um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of people would have an issue with that, but any tips for the photographers that are flying drones in order to uh, avoid uh, a, 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 the number was 32% reported a hassle uh, when flying a drone and any tips for the photographers? Well, I think, you know, one thing, if, if, if they have the time and they see the neighbors outside, they can just tell them, you know, what's what's going on. You know, I'm here for a shoot. I'm going to be flying a drone. It's really just for marketing purposes. It's for, you know, we're just taking images of this house. We're not taking images of, of, of your, you know, your property. So I just, just maybe just communicating if you have that opportunity, if you see the neighbors outside, just kind of saying, hey, I'm, a, you know, I am a professional photographer. I'm here because uh, I was, you know, um, hired to shoot this house professionally you know, because it's being listed for sale, just being upfront and honest about what, what you're doing, I think um, would ease tensions. Because it's it's the um, it, it's when someone doesn't know the purpose of why you're flying that drone is, is why they would, you know, they'd get upset. We want to help increase the value of the property in your community. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I don't fly drones, but I, I do use a 360 video camera from time to time. And uh, one, one of the things that, that I do to avoid a hassle, because uh, it tends to attract attention when you're out with this gear, shooting 360, uh, I, I, I wear a workman's, or uh, a yellow vest, a construction worker's vest. Sometimes I wear a construction hat. Sometimes I carry a clipboard. I just look like I belong there. I'm doing something official, whether I'm th that level of officialdom or not. But I find mm -hmm. that it just works that, oh, you know, he's wearing a yellow vest, he's got a hard hat on, he's carrying a clipboard and it's carrying this camera. Okay, must must have some official authority that needs to be doing this. I'm gonna stay yeah. out of the way and not ask questions. Yeah, that's a good strategy, Dan. <laughs> okay, I'm selling yellow vests at WGAN4. No, I just find that it, it, it just, it's one of those things. Uh, it's just always worked for me. Uh, uh, so you ask the photographers, how professional is the typical real estate agent who hires you? And what, what was the result? Uh, it was it was better than I thought, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, I, it, it, we said you know score it between a, a zero and ten, and, and, it, and they I think they did around a seven. So it was uh, you know pretty solid. Uh, you know, B minus, <laughs> you could say. It, it was a good score. You know, I think that um, I was hoping for a high score, but I was kind of thinking, actually expecting it to be a little lower. Um, uh, but yeah, it's nice to know that you know the, the photographers that are going out there are meeting. Um, real estate agents that are acting professional and, and, and it's, um, you know, more times than not just a, a nice in, uh, interaction. I mean, we hear about the one, the times that don't go great. Um, but, you know, mo most of the time it, 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 things are going very efficiently and, and people are, you know, getting on time or, or arriving on time and they're getting the shoots done quickly and efficiently and there's no issues. So um, I think, um, I think that's a pretty decent score. Uh, I, I thought it was high, 76%. On the other hand, I, I also saw the, the piece that I just don't understand. So if you're a real estate photographer and you have, and you're working with many real estate agents, you kind of have a sense of like, well, who are you going to refer business to? Because people ask you like, you know, uh, Dan, I don't know any real estate agents. You obviously come into contact with a lot of real estate agents. Which one do you recommend? Yeah. Oh, so absolutely. I'm surprised that, that the agent, every, that every agent is not operating at 110% interacting with the photographer because they represent a source of referrals. Yeah, it's an excellent point. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, I, I, I have several uh, friends of mine that, that are photographers and, and I'll ask them, you know, who's your favorite agent to work with? And they, they have all these stories and they you know, have so many interactions. They meet so many agents and they, they know very, it's very obvious to them, like who, who are the ones that they enjoy working with, who are the ones that are really good at their job, and who are the ones that are just sort of, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, uh, but, um, you know, just not, not at the top of their game, I guess, you know, and, and so, yeah, I think a photographer, a real estate photographer who's out there meeting three, four a day, uh, shooting houses and meeting those uh, agents, I mean, that'd be a great resource for someone who's looking for a referral.
Yeah, I, I think I'd mention even three things on that. First, if you're a real estate agent watching the show, a tip, take good care of your real estate photographers because they're potential, they're potential source of referrals for you. Two, just anecdotally, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, my, my wife and I needed to sell a, uh, a, a family member's property and uh, we reached out to a member that we get around network in a market, a real estate photographer who instantly knew who we wanted to recommend to us. And there, there wasn't any doubt. And yet he's a very busy, successful professional photographer who's shooting for multiple agents. Uh, and, you know, uh, if you're a real estate agent and you're watching this, you know, and you're in that market, you may have missed getting a job because you weren't operating in 110% with this photographer. So, right. Yeah. It's, um, you know, you, you have sort of the perspective, the more analytical perspective of how many shoots you're doing for someone, meaning how many listings, how many, how much business they're doing. There's that aspect. And then there's also the aspect of just how nice are they to engage with, how nice are they to their, you know, to the photographer, but also, you know, other people that, you know, the other contractors that are in the house, the homeowner, the clients themselves. So like, you know, you do get that perspective of, you know, this person is really busy doing a lot of business and yeah. they're also a really nice person to deal with. Yes. Yeah. And I could understand someone say, hey, I don't care about polite. I want to know that they're going to get the most offers for the most money with the least amount of hassle. And I don't care if the way how they're treating you as a photographer, but uh, the photographer still knows, uh, aside from who's treating you nicely, is who is really a busy, successful professional agent. Yeah. And it's just immediately apparent who you want to refer. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, and I would just add one thought here. Uh, what I would encourage photographers is work your network of people that know, like, and trust you and let them know that you're happy to recommend and refer real estate agents when they're ready to sell property. Because when you develop a relationship with an agent and they see you as a source of leads, you're going you're to be able to charge, you know, full rack rate of what you want to charge. And uh, you're just going to be elevated in, in, in the minds of your agents because you're, you're not just a vendor. You're someone who's actually developing business for them through your trusted network. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to switch gears here because you also did, HomeJab also did a survey of real estate agents uh, and you reported the results at the end of 2021. And I thought it would be super helpful if we went through the results of what did real estate agents have to say when they were surveyed, because these answers are super, in my opinion, super helpful for photographers, if you know these answers. So can you uh, first tell us a little bit about the HomeJab uh, survey of real estate agents, uh, uh, agents that you, uh, maybe we'll start with how many agents did you survey? Uh, there were 289 agents that, um, uh, submitted, uh, responses and, you know, a portion of these were, uh, customers of ours. Um, but, um, about half, uh, or a little bit more than half were non-customers. So people that have, you know, no affiliation with HomeJab at all. Um, but they did have one thing in common. They are active listing agents. So these aren't buy side agents. They're, they're you know, active agents. And they were, um, you know, agents that had listed properties within the last six months. So they were doing business um, and, and, and a top listing agent. Terrific. Let's jump into the questions. Do you hire a professional photographer for every listing? Yeah, I was happy to see that, uh, you know, 72%, uh, you know, do that um, uh, pretty much every time. So, I mean, that was nice to hear. I think, you know, what the, the answers that, that we've heard that they kind of are cringeworthy was, you know, like, it depends on the house, you know, that kind of thing, which, of course, you know, is, is not a great look if, if you're a professional, you know, you want to put your best uh, presentation out there, no matter what the house is, no matter what the situation, even if you think it's going to sell in a day, you know, you're going to have 10 offers the first day because it might not be about selling that house. You know, it might be about selling, you know, yourself to the next potential customer. So, you know, always kind of use a professional because you don't know, you know, who's going to see that, even if it sells that, if you know, the house doesn't need it per se, or it's going to sell right away, you know, someone's going to see that and, and, and know that, uh, hey, you know, why didn't you use professional photos on this house? You know, so it's, it's about, you know, having a real professional presence, I think. Um, more than anything else. Um, 
uh, Joe, this, this may be a hard statistic. 72% uh, sounded super high to me. And maybe if half the, half the real estate agents that participated in the survey are home jab customers, then I, it seems like the bias would be, well, yes, of course they, they because they're home jab customers, they engage professional photographers. So is the, 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 I just feel that that number might've been high if half the respondents were actually already buying photography services from home jab. Am, am I off base on that? Well, they, they do. They do buy from from us, but I mean, it doesn't mean that they have to buy every time. So, I mean, like, you know, it, it's um, I, I think, you know, the, the question being, do you, do you do it on every single listing? And, and the number came in a little bit high. So so not only are they hiring us for you know certain properties, but uh, they're doing it pretty much for every property, which was nice to hear. And, and we've also surveyed, you know, a lot of agents that um, we did not work with, you know, so just we had, um, you know, uh, ad going on, on, on Facebook and Instagram, you know, that, that was um, targeted to, to real estate agents. So, you know, we, we um, I think we got a pretty good sampling of, um, of different kinds of agents. Uh, uh, let me ask a question a different way about, do you hire a professional photographer for every listing? Uh, today, Thursday, January 20th, 2022, uh, Zillow put out a uh, media release saying inventory is down 40%. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, um, <clears throat> Redfin announced uh, three and five houses that get an offer, get multiple offers. Um, it almost seems like if you put the house on the market, it's going to sell regardless of whether you have professional photos, video, aerial, virtual tour, floor plans, painted rocks. How do you help guide photographers through this time where the supply of inventory is incredibly low historically? Well, I feel like we've been sort of operating in that environment for a while and people were talking about in inventory shortages last year and then you had the start of the pandemic and you know the year before that people were talking about it so I mean it's it's sort of been going on I feel like for a while and um, you know so we, we we can't really control that aspect of it I mean the inventory is what it is you know we, we, we just control you know our relationships with the agents and, and our amount of you know our, our contact with them staying in front of them and that kind of thing, because, you know, I mean, even though maybe the inventory is low, there's still a lot of properties that are moving. Um, it's, it's just that, you know, just the raw number, it, there's still a lot of transactions. So plenty of business out there. And, um, you know, so it, there's, I don't think there's a shortage of, of properties to shoot. Uh, let me see if I can ask the question a, a little bit different. And you're, you're, you've been uh, home jab, your company, uh, founder, CEO for nine plus years now. Uh, your previous life, you were a real estate agent. So I'm, I'm going to make a statement and tell me that if this is fair, either thinking it from a home jab perspective or your previous life as a real estate agent. Um, half the reason, 75% of the reason to do photos, video, virtual tours, aerial, professional floor plans, whatever it might be, is all about winning the next listing. It's not about selling the house because the house is gonna sell anyway. Is that a fair statement? Is that a photographer really needs to emphasize that um, we can help you win more and bigger premium listings more often by engaging a professional photographer to shoot your property. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it, it, when you have a listing presentation and you're presenting, you know, you're in trying to get, win that listing, you know, that, that's a big part of it. You know, I, I, you know, hiring a professional, getting a photos, video, getting that all done quickly right away, you know, get everything back the next day, get it on, uh, get it listed right away. So it's, it's not only like the quality of the images, I think it's, it's, it's just the ability to get it done quickly. Uh, is a big asset for a, a listing agent and just a way to get more listings. So yeah, I agree hundred percent. I mean, even though you think that the house is going to sell and you're going to get 10 offers in a day, um, you know, just to get that listing to begin with, you know, you have to sell the homeowner on why they need to choose you. And, 
you know, it, and it's because of the high quality media and how quickly you can get everything done. And, and that, I think, um, I think that's a big selling point for, you know, a home. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Has home jab done any studies along the lines of, um, professional photography helps increase the price of this, of the sale of the property sufficiently to have covered the cost of the shoot itself, uh, meaning uh, real estate agents, self-employed, uh, asking to be, uh, you know, to spend X number of dollars on professional photography, virtual tour, aerial drone, whatever it might be, is to be able to justify, well, sure, the house is going to sell, but we can help you sell it for more. And that means your commission is going to not only cover the, the expense of the photography, but likely result in yet more higher commission with happier clients who are super excited about recommending and referring you to their friends and colleagues. I mean, we haven't done a scientific survey, but anecdotally, yeah, I've heard that from a lot of agents. And I, and I think these days, you know, it's really like the homeowners just expect it. I, I don't think it's really in a, qu a question. I mean, I think they expect, you know, the best photos. I think they expect a video. Um, you know, I, I don't think they're surprised by uh, doing you know, virtual tours or aerials. I think this is just sort of mainstream now. So I think um, well, I think I, on the other hand, I, I think when we talked earlier in the show, we talked about the, the 3D 360 tours may only be 20% of the order, and therefore, uh, it maybe it's not a given. I mean, maybe photos are a given, and maybe the next thing is video. But when, when do you think we get to the point where homeowners are sophisticated enough to expect and demand that their real estate agent provide these additional visual storytelling assets at no additional expense to them? Um, I don't know if, if, if the 3D stuff is, is uh, something that they'll expect uh, at any point. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, I guess what I'm, I'm just saying, you know, they expect really high quality images uh, and they're not, uh, you know, in video and they wouldn't be surprised if, you know, someone did aerial or 3D. I, I don't know if they expect that necessarily. I, I just think that they, they expect a professional uh, marketing plan. And part of that marketing plan is to have uh, a professional photographer and high quality, you know, images in different forms, uh, whether it be just still images, video, aerial, 3D, floor plan, everything. So I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know if they necessarily demand 3D specifically, but I think, I think the homeowners just assume that there's going to be professional content that is produced and, um, and their presence online, when they go online, they're going to see, you know, beautiful images. I think that's, I think that's what they expect. Uh, speaking of virtual tours, uh, one of your questions for real estate agents, which kind of virtual tours do you prefer to use with your listing? So one of the categories was 3D, 360, that was kind of bucket together, uh, like them both the same. Another category was video walkthrough, which maybe our audience doesn't think of as virtual tours, but is thought of as a walkthrough. Uh, or don't use any. Now that I've totally confused that question, what kind of virtual tours do you, uh, do you prefer to use with your listings? Yeah, the, so the respondents for our survey uh, did indicate that uh, video was a little bit more popular, not by a, a ton, but it was more popular than, than 360. Um, and then, you know, the second most popular response was like, it, they can do both. They can go either way. And I, and I think a lot of them just maybe they ask the homeowner, you know, what do you prefer? Um, so um, I, think, I think they're becoming sort of more interchangeable, but video is still the most popular. I, I think it's mostly just because of um, still the fact that most agents feel more comfortable with that type of media. You know, they deal with it every day on social media. They deal with it, just streaming video from their homes. You know, they, they just, they're, it's on their phone. They, they, they're just more comfortable with it. Um, you know, virtual tours, although, you know, it's a high percentage and growing, um, it's still just not as popular as video. Uh, just for, for clarification, the, re the results were for uh, three, again, for the question, which kind of virtual tours do you prefer to use with your listings? Real estate agents responded 
for the category of 3D 360 tours, 21%, for video walkthroughs, 35%, so more, uh, and then like uh, both the same, meaning uh, I, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other, whether it's 3D 360 or video walkthrough. I, I think my takeaway from what you just described was since the, the preference for real estate agents given a choice between 3D 360 and video walkthroughs and video walkthroughs being higher, if again, if you've entered this space as a Matterport service provider or a provider of any kind of 3D 360 tours and real estate is new for you, then you better figure out how to master photos first, video second, and then note that virtual tours, 3D 360, is probably the, the next in line or possibly aerial, depending on the property. Does that sound like a fair statement? If, if you're a virtual tour photographer and you're not offering uh, video walkthroughs, you, you better figure out how to offer video walkthroughs. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, especially, you know, just because video is is accepted in so many different platforms and uh, just so widely used. I, I, I really think that, you know, if you're a photographer, you know, being able to, to do a professional walkthrough video, you know, have a, uh, a the right gimbal and be able to, you know, just kind of stabilize your camera and, and do it in a professional way. I, I think that's just, you know, I, I think it's definitely uh, it's just very popular. So, I mean, you're just going to get more business. Let's put it that way. You're going to make more money and you're going to be able to upsell that. And, um, and cause you know, the agents, they might, they might not care exactly if it's 3d or video or aerial, but they, they do for the most part, want to do something in addition to photos. I think they get that at least even the, even the ones starting out, like they get the fact that, you know, they, they're doing new photos. That's the most important, but then, you know, they should add in something else as well. I think that message has been sort of received. Add-ons, add-ons, add-ons. Uh, so I think of video walkthroughs as three different things. So uh, let me describe what I think a video walkthrough is, and maybe you can re respond. Uh, one would be shooting a video walkthrough with a DSLR camera and a gimbal. Second would be shooting with a smartphone and a gimbal mm -hmm. doing video. And the third would be taking a, three, a 3D tour or a 360 tour and turning that into a video. Can you comment on those three buckets? Yeah, we only do number one. We only do the DSLR, um, you know, with a gimbal. And that, that's been the home jab sort of service that we've been doing for, you know, close to eight years now. And so um, we do have a couple photographers in certain markets that have gotten, you know, the the, the, the newest iPhone and, and they, they put together a sample and it looks pretty good. But, um, you know, as just as a, as a company level, you know, we, we, we always use DSLR with the gimbal and that's, that's how we shoot our videos. Um, so, so if you're going to, if you're a photographer, a real estate photographer and you join home jab, then you, and, and now it's a choice between sending out photographer A or B and the real estate agent is offered three services, including a walk, a video walkthrough. If you don't offer video walkthrough with the DSLR plus a shot with a gimbal, then you're not getting that job. Most likely, yes. Now, when you get out to the shoot, you know, we're, we're, we're not really, uh, we don't, we don't verify exactly what you're using. So there, there are certainly uh, photographers that if they can get it done, you know, and, and they, they produce great footage, you know, that's fine. But I just think, um, you know, uh, in order, yeah, in order to get approved to do video with us, I mean, we, we need the professional equipment, professional gimbal, and um, you know, that's what's worked with for us for many years. And um, but yeah, I mean, we're always we always have an eye on new technology, and there's 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 different types of of cameras, and and um, yeah, if you if you have a nice uh, stabilizer with with um, the iPhone Pro, I mean, it's it's going to look pretty decent. Uh, how many photos do you upload to the MLS for an average size home? Uh, yeah, 30 seems to be the magic number. Uh, it's, it's, that's, um, it's been that way for a while. You know, we have a few options. You know, you can, you can get 15, you can get 30, uh, or you can get 50. And, um, and 30 is just by far the most popular, most common. Uh, it, uh, looking at a, a, a bar chart, 80% uh, uploaded at least 30 photos for a listing. And uh, when you look at the bar chart, 
51 percent 30 photos so that that seems like it's the sweet spot yeah yeah definitely so, it, it's not uh, not too little not too many <laughs> it just sort of uh, you know why, why do you offer less then or, or uh, less um well you know for condos and apartments that's that would be one use case um you know so you all shoot airbnb we have yeah but uh, actually sometimes with air with with vacation rentals we want to they want more photos because, you know, they want to shoot, um, you know, things like, uh, you know, what's, what's in the linen closet and, and, and things like that. You know, the, the um, sort of um, accessories, you know, that, that are included in that vacation rental. So, so, so actually more photos might make, makes more sense. I, I guess I was talking more about just like, you know, urban sort of apartments, condos, two okay. bedrooms, smaller properties that may not need it. Also, um, if we're just doing exteriors, you know, you don't need more than 15. Uh, let me ask the question differently. Do you, do you do you sometimes put in a price point of fifteen images because you want to reference price so that somebody still feels like they have a choice, a fewer at a lower dollar price point, but they look at the price point of the thirty and say, "I'll get 30. Um. That's yeah, yeah. We 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 do offer. You know, it's always nice to have more of an intro level deal that's priced a little bit more. You know, lower than than the typical. Um, but you know, it, it, you're still hiring a professional to go out to the property, so there's not a huge difference in the price there. I mean, um, you do save a little bit of money, but I mean, ultimately, I think yeah, I think you're right. You know, when people see the prices. And you can go from 15 to 30 just by, you know, increasing it a little bit. I think they usually go for 30. And, um, you know, so it, it's really just the smaller properties, I think, or exterior only type of shoots, um, you know, that, that, that 15 makes sense. Hmm. If the property is vacant with no furniture, what kind of staging do you prefer? Yeah, so you have real staging, the real deal, and then you have the virtual and you know, our, our survey said that people prefer virtual, you know, and, and I think um, I think that that might be a first because I think, you know, when we first started this business, you know, ver uh, just regular staging, actually moving in furniture was pretty common. And um, but now, you know, virtual staging, I, I, I just think because of the price point and how easy it is. I mean, I think that's um, more and more agents are just opting to do that. Um, so, so, so statistically on your survey, uh... Uh, a little over 30% said they prefer virtual staging, 29% prefer traditional staging with real furniture. Uh, 40 just said, I, I just don't do virtual, I, I just don't do any staging. Right, that was the number one, right, exactly. I, I was surprised, I, you know, I was surprised and not surprised on the virtual staging. I, you know, I imagine virtual staging is far less from a cost standpoint and is probably far better if everybody's looking at properties on the first go around online. Yeah. So uh, even though I thought it was high, th then I think, wow, well, it seems kind of low. Who, who are these people that a third of them are spending for real staging? Is uh, Help me understand uh, why a real estate agent chooses to do real staging even if 95% of, of all house hunting begins online or 93, whatever, over 90%, whatever the statistic is. Yeah. If, if you're searching online, why shouldn't you do virtual staging if it's costing you a fraction of what it costs to do real staging? I think a lot of agents would agree with you. And, um, you know, but I, I, I do think that there are some agents that may have been doing this for many, many years and they just have their, their ways about doing it. And, and um, you know, that's maybe that's part of their pitch is like, you know, they're dealing with, with investors and, and builders and they say like, yeah, I work with the staging company and that, that helps them to get the listing. I mean, I think it could be beneficial if you're doing a lot of open houses and, you know, a lot of people are walking through the property and, and things like that. Um, because, you know, if, if you see the images online and then you actually go to see the property and it's totally vacant, I mean, it can kind of throw you off a little bit, I think. Um, I think I'm tracking in the We Get Around Network forum on our list, 15 different companies that offer virtual open houses within 3D or 360 tours. I think there's almost 10 that actually offer open houses within Matterport tours. Uh, uh, if open houses are, are the reason to have physical staging, but people are moving to virtual open houses. I just, yeah. I can't imagine, I get, I get, I, 
I wouldn't want to be a physical stager knowing that the world's moving digital. It just seems like that's I'm the I'm with you there. I, yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't think I'm going to be um, getting involved in the traditional staging business either. Um, it doesn't sound like you are either. So, um, <laughs> but like, so yeah, I, I think I, I mean, personally, I prefer virtual staging. It's just that I think, um, you know, there are a lot of agents still out there that, that have been doing this that way and they're not changing and it's been working for them. Um, but you know, that 29%, that number that you mentioned, I, I think that's going it's, it's going down for sure. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question about that. Last question on the surveys. Have you ever tried twilight photography? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people said that they love it. Um, what, what I, what, what I thought was interesting was like very few people said they've tried it and they don't like it. Yeah, uh, that, that was in the single digit. So most people were saying like, absolutely, yes. Um, and, and they've said, uh, or they said no, but I'm interested in trying it. So, I mean, definitely mo more, most people said those two things. And, and when we say twilight photography, are we talking about a photographer truly showing up at twilight or are we talking about uh, just uh, a enhanced image that's turned into twilight? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it could be both, but I mean, twilight photography, um, you know, to me is, is when you're going out and, and shooting at, at night, uh, you know, you could still edit in the correct sky if you feel you need that, if the, you know, the weather didn't cooperate, but yeah, real twilight is what we're referring to here. We actually put in the survey, you know, do you use virtual twilight only? And, and a very few said that, you know, that's what they use. Um, but uh, so, you know, Virtual twilight, I think, would be the term there, but this this was referring to actual twilight. So I, I think my takeaway from this category is there's a lot of interest in it, uh, whether there's a lot of people, a lot of real estate agents using it or not. Uh, there's there's a lot more interest in it. A actually, I did have one more question from your survey. Do you typically use aerial photography? This again, this is asked uh, by to real estate agents. Do you typically use aerial photography? Fifty five percent said. Yes, but it depends on the property. And 12% said yes on every listing. So if I add that up, that's 60, almost 70%. So now I'm confused because I, I'm hearing 70% of the real estate agents say they use aerial photography, but I think I heard earlier that it's only a smaller percentage of add-on. Is there a disconnect between what people are telling you and what they're actually doing? Yeah, I, I think, it, you know, this question here, the biggest response, the, 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 the most, uh, what they said here was that they have used it, they do use it, but it depends on the property. And I think what a lot of agents have decided is that many properties don't require it, which is kind of discouraging because, you know, um, you know, aerial, whether it, I don't, how do you determine what property needs it or it doesn't need it? It's just more information, more data. I, I don't to, know. To I, the buyer. I think is it going to help me win the listing or not? I see. I kind of see that as a kind of a straightforward answer. Uh, uh, this client, I need. I need to add that because that's what it's going to take me to win that listing. Yeah, maybe that's the way they look at it. I was looking at it more from the standpoint as you know, are there certain features in that neighborhood that you want to highlight? And if there aren't, then don't do aerials. If there are, then do it. But I just think that you know, it, more and more today, you know, people are interested in not just the property itself, but the community, the neighborhood, and what's around that that property. So, you know, I think it's important to kind of highlight or what's around there, even if there's nothing. I mean, you know, it's just it's just more data, more information to be giving to the the consumer, and I think that's a good thing. It's just being more transparent. So, um, so yeah, I I think um, I think that they're they're interested. They do it but they don't do it enough, I guess, is, is sort of the, the conclusion there. Any parting thoughts on uh, the, the surveys, either for real estate photographers or real estate agents? I know we covered um, a lot of ground. I just, I, just give you an open-ended question if there's something else that, uh, that just kind of jumps to mind as a result of these surveys. Yeah, I, well, I, you know, one thing, just going back, going back to the NFTs that we touched on in the beginning, you know, we, we asked the question on one of the surveys, you know, are, are you most, what are you most excited about? And NFTs were, were on the list, but it's, it wasn't one of the higher ones. Uh, but then we got to the question right after that, if there was a tool that you can use online to create NFTs and a tool to help you sell them online, you know, would you be interested? And, um, you know, over 70% of the photographers said, you know, yes, we'd be, we'd be really interested. So, um, 
Awesome. I'm going to I'm going to leave it there and, okay. and say to, to our, our, our viewers, stay tuned because Joe will be back on WGAN TV live at five as soon as Home Jab offers that service coming March, April 2022, coming in the end or the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay yes. tuned. And we'll, we uh, uh, will have Joe back on the show talking about uh, a, a home jab tool to make it easy, fast, and seamless to offer uh, your photography as an NFT. It's good? Absolutely, yep. Awesome. Joe, thanks for being a, 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 my guest on WGAN TV Live at 5. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. We've been visiting with Joe Jesuel. Uh, uh, Joe is founder and CEO of Home Jab. Uh, you can check out the website at www.homejab.com. Uh, if you're a real estate agent, you can sign up for Home Jab there. If you're a photographer, there's a, a link for you to sign up. And if you really want to do a deep dive into the pie charts and the bar charts and the statistics, they're also available at Home Jab. Just look for the, the, uh, the tab for uh, research. Uh, for Joe in Philadelphia, I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at 5.